Hey, Remarkable Mommies, thanks for coming back. Hope you're just as excited for part two as we are. Get ready to pick up right where we left off. So speaking of tough things, <laughs> <laughs> the referendum. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that gosh, was just like a four-letter word. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was. For, and it, the thing that was so interesting, I know we're going we're gonna to delve into this, but the thing that was interesting for me is I was like, People were so – and I think we'll talk a little bit about pandemic as well, but it felt like if this had happened two years ago – It was like every single pent-up anxiety that people had <laughs> was thrown at the yes. referendum. Yes. I'm really unhappy right now. Yes. And I'm just going to vote. Yes, yes, no, yes, yes or yes, no. Like, yes, it was just, no, yes, but they no, went no, in no, like, yes, yes, yeah, no. But they went in like – Head first, like yeah. forget about it. There yeah, was no, it was. it was, yeah, it was a little. So, referendum. Yes. <laughs> what inspired you to write your love letter to Hoboken and just kind of walk us through? I mean, I we can imagine, yeah. but walk us through how you yeah. were feeling that made you feel like that was something that yeah. needed to be done. So, one, I adore. Hoboken, and I think I adore Hoboken more now since the pandemic. Yes, um, I mean. Just, you know, the, you know, I remember in the beginning of the, the pandemic, I was a single mom. I was petrified that I was going to, I didn't know enough about COVID to know, I was petrified I was going to get sick yeah. and leave my daughter. Yeah. And so people were just, people I didn't know were bringing me groceries. So the oh. first first thing, it came, it came from love. Yes. It just mm-hmm. was, I truly love this community. Um, but there was, when I was reading I mean, my daughter kept saying to me, get off, stop reading about the high school vote, mom. Um, because <laughs> I was, I had become, I became a social media. I was just, I couldn't stop reading, reading it. it. Yeah. And it was, it was depressing me. Yes. Because um, here's this community I love. Yes. Um, being so awful to each other. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's, and then what was happening, so, so on top of that, it was kind of devastating to me in that way. But also I was I was confused. Um, and there's that binary thinking again. I felt like there was this, there was the yes and there was the no. And I was like, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like, you know, moving from CNN to Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 yes. That's how, you know, and it I'm, felt that way. And I'm the kind of person who, who do, I do. Oh, you do switch. Okay. I, I switch over and I think to myself, oh, they're kind of right. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but that's the way my brain thinks. I'm, I'm a gray person. So here I am. I'm like, yeah, I kind of see what the yes vote's saying. And then I was like, yeah, I kind of see what the no vote's saying. Yes. So for me, that was stressful as well. So one of Oh, sorry. Yeah. And you're also somebody who solves problems. Yes. Right? Yes. By yes. nature. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. also from the outside looking at this and like, how do I stop yes. this? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't or how do I solve this? So, yeah. so interesting. I didn't yeah. even think of that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I, it does, in my mind, it's like my job to solve this. Yeah. Um, it's like, I mean, obviously it wasn't my job to solve it, but, but that I, I gravitate towards how do I solve this? Yeah. So, um, I did it for, without even realizing it, probably trying to solve it. And two, it, it just writing for myself helps me work things out. Yeah. So, um, I wrote it to work things out, but I also, from talking to moms on the playground, from talking to others, I realized that what was happening on social media, this kind of yes and no wasn't really kind of the pulse of the community. There were a lot of people who were in the gray area. So I also wrote it to give voice to other people, um, to Mm -hmm. to kind of of make what was really happening hopefully be more out there in the world. 
That's interesting. Yeah. I, cause you know, like what's on social media again, to your earlier point, like those are the louder voices, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so they're the ones that are, have already made up their mind and helping to campaign yeah. and all of that kind of yeah. stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Like there is, I mean, it, it's one of those things. It was just such a tough, you know, thing for everybody to endure and go through. I mean, I was, it's like another reason why I wanted to do this podcast. It's <laughs> like, can we get more like uplifting and yeah. inspiring stuff out there? You know, and it was the reason why we yeah. developed this whole thing. Like we want to be yeah. positive and inspire yeah. and but what it was, was tough. Yeah. What, it was but tough. What was amazing though, because I was, you know, there's that shades of gray where, you know, you think about the, the, I was petrified. Like I was like, do I really, you know, as I was sitting there, you know, pressing send, I'm like, oh my gosh, do I send, do I do this? I yeah. was, you know, and then Sweating, I Sweating because you're yes. like, ah! what's going to happen? I'm going to get eviscerated. I know, but it's kind of like where, um, you see the force field and you're like, do I put my finger through that? (sighs) It's going to be, it's really good on the other side, but getting through that very thin. Yes. So it's that, and then what that my friend said to me, the the gray area is scary, Yes. you know, or you reframe it as being brave. Um, and the, you know, the positive uplifting part was I did not get, I, um, I did not get any kind of hateful response oh, from good. either side. Um, so that, I mean, that's my community and that's why I love them. Yeah. You know, yes. um, that I yes. think, I think that even though there was a lot of, you know, um, you know, it, the Pent problem up, is, yeah. Yeah, and it, the problem is it is a binary vote in, yes. in the end people, um, this was a time, but people could, I, I did not get anyone saying anything terrible, which was that's uplifting so, and wonderful. That's that, wonderful. Yeah. That's such a great story too. I think, um, you know, writing the letter, working through things, you know, sending it out and then, you know, receiving some good supportive, because I think it's so sad on social media that you have that minority of really loud voices yeah. and you don't have the majority of, like you were saying, like that gray area, mm-hmm. the people in the community that are you know, they can see both sides. Yep. It's it's because honestly, I think those people are like, well, we don't have, we don't feel strongly one way or the other. Yeah. So we're not going to post or we, we feel kind of strongly, yep. but we can see both sides. Yep. Um, and I think a lot of people like they do, they do think that way. They mm-hmm. want to evaluate. Um, it's just unfortunate that I don't know if they have more time or <laughs> Well, well, it's very interesting. I always say if I hadn't been an educational consultant, I would have loved to have been a therapist. Um, oh. So I never know if it's okay to say that my hobby is like studying people on Facebook. But, <laughs> but, but I find it fascinating to think to think to yourself, like, what is going through someone's mind? When they um, write those things. Yes. So, you know, it's so interesting. <laughs> I actually read an article. I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was, um, and I'm, I'm pulling out my paper here cause I don't want to botch anything, but I, I had, as I was thinking about this interview that we were going to have, like, and, and when you talk about the referendum and all of that stuff and the yes, no, like, like people, I read this article that this woman, um, it was a clinical psychologist, um, from Northwestern university had talked about the brain mm-hmm. and talked about the fact that the brain will always default initially to a calm state, right? Mm -hmm. It always does that. It has, you know, compassion. That's Mm -hmm. the default. Mm -hmm. And then it, and then she talked about that, you know, when the brain starts to detect stress, 
um, it's diverting, and I know this is getting very scientific, yes. so stay with me because I'm not a scientist <laughs> <Yes>. person. <It laughs> You're like, the cortisol uh, releases. Like, I yes, love this kind of stuff. That's what happens. <laughs> so it's like up my alley. How did you know, yes. Zachary? That's I, what happens. So basically- Very familiar with stress. Yes. yes. The oxygen and the glucose yeah. are diverted and eventually get to the hypothalamus, okay? And when that happens, that's when our bodies decide to fight yes. or mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And- you know, that's when we tense up and we get heated. And that's what I was thinking is what, that's what was happening with the referendum. Oh yeah, definitely. Like people were tensing up and they were stressed because there was a situation. Yes. And all of that (laughs) science was happening. Yeah, It's like there was a cartoon before or maybe it was like when the girls were little where it was like in the brain and they're like, we have a situation. We have a situation. And then they're all like running around (laughs) and the body is, maybe it was a Sesame Street. I can't, I can't fully recall, but I just, I do remember that. And they're like screaming and everyone's like, running around and that's how I imagine like my body is when I'm getting upset when I'm getting stressed um so the reason that I brought that up (laughs) just because I know it was a little bit of an awkward you know no it wasn't awkward but but the reason that I brought it up is because when you do see those things that are happening on social media like and the things that just blow your mind like can't believe they Mm -hmm. said that how awful that was that they said that to that person um I like to think yeah. Their brain was initially compassionate <laughs> yeah, and yes. in a default mode Absolutely. where Absolutely. They, they have empathy. These people yes. have empathy. Absolutely. And I try to think good of everybody, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so good intent. Yes. Absolutely. You know, then that's the thing with social media. You, you can't take it back. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, I mean, people forget. Yes. People forget quickly. But I, but it's it's that's um, all these things were happening before social media was big. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, but the wonderful thing that's starting to happen now is um, you know, one of the things I wrote about in my letter was the need um, where I, I really want there to be a beautiful facility, but I I have concerns about um, literacy and that that there's still more to be done yeah. in in the district around reading. Well, what's wonderful is um, I went to the Board of Ed meeting last week. Um, they are now training all of the teachers in Orton-Gillingham, which is like right. a huge, huge step. To, I mean, this that, that training is like, gold standard training yeah um to so that's great so to me it's like to me it's lovely because now it's a dialogue yes you know now we really can slow down and 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 listen to each other yeah and and really make an amazing thing happen yeah that's so true and i think that the administration now the hoboken board of ed Mm -hmm. it really it turned it turned a corner Mm -hmm. for the better really it did because in the past it was like you know me going to board of ed meetings yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and speaking i'm like i didn't even know you could go to a board of ed yeah. meeting i'm like and i don't want to know that you can go to a board yeah. of ed meeting and that they have to listen yeah. to the parents and but it was i feel like they're like you said that dialogue is the happening dialogue. and that people are not thinking binarily they're actually mm-hmm. they want to collaborate Ab- and they're and they're mm-hmm. listening and Absolutely. it's it's starting from you know the hopes you know, pre-K yep. program all the way up to the Absolutely. high school. And I think it's so important that they are putting our children first. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's always, you know, and I tried so, so to be so careful when I wrote that letter to say, like, my daughter has had the, the most amazing experience in, yep. in, in, in Hoboken. I mean, it's like she's had insanely good teachers. Yes. She's an amazing good experience. And it's, we can say that, yes. but we can also want more. 
you know, it's not, um, right. it's not an insult. It's not, it's, it's, I mean, I, I think I've, I have a friend who said, you know, we only try to, in my writing, he once said to me, we only try to revise things that are already really amazing. You don't try to revise something that's terrible. Right. Which is how I feel. Yeah. That's so true. Well, yeah. and we should always strive for better, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Go for the goal. Yes. Um, well, so let's talk about, in, uh, we've been talking about such inspiring stuff. Let's talk about um, what was a silver lining for you in the pandemic? Because we, you know, we've yeah. talked with a lot of women on this podcast and, you know, while there have been challenges, there definitely yeah. have been really bright spots. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, this was, you know, I, I always have to begin with, it was a hard, you know, this is was a horrible, terrible time for everyone. And it was a um, pretty bad time for me. I mean, I, I went from one day having a full-time job to not having one. Yeah. Um, and I, I lost my dad to COVID. So mm, there were, so sorry. Oh, so thank sorry. you. Yeah. Um, oh. so he would have been so proud of that letter. Yes. Yes. He, he would have been so proud. Yeah. So he, he is so he proud is, of that. Thank yes, you. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, but we had a lot of silver linings, which are sometimes hard to see in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but first of all, I think the first one, um, was I was a first grade teacher. So when the lockdown happened, my daughter was in first grade. And to be able to, I mean, so I I emailed her teacher and said, I'll take over for a few months. I I homeschooled her and I was able to take my love and teach her for three months. Now, after three months, we were, were, I told her, Miss Babylonia will be your teacher next year. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, But for three months, it was, it was, gorgeous to be able to yeah. to take my my skill um and have that time with 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 my daughter and on top of that one of the things that we did during that time was as part of our homeschooling we did a face uh a facebook live oh. show called write your brains out awesome. where we actually um it's so crazy a year before i had gone to a clairvoyant for fun um and she had said to me you're going to be teaching kids in prison and i was like mm what? Like, <laughs> okay. Wait, give me that, give me that number. Yes. yes. <laughs> and the moment I started the Facebook live with all of the kids on lockdown, I said, that's what she, that's what that's she was what talking she about. Interesting. Oh, that's what she gosh. meant. Wow. So, um, and so where, we, where is this clairvoyant? She, <laughs> she, she, I will give you, I will give you her number. Okay, she, I, right. I just, I just saw her again last week. Oh, yes. Wow. yes. You're I'm, like, I need that. Well, but this is such a great, it's not a story. It's your yeah. story yeah. about resilience, right? Yeah. Like bad things can happen and they will happen, but it's what you do with those mm-hmm. bad things um, to make them better. And I think, like you said, it was a tough struggle for yeah. so many people and for yourself as yeah. well. But yeah, like finding those those silver linings, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. The other thing that we did during that time is, and I would have never had time for this, is we, um, at the time when it was in lockdown, I said, how are kids getting book access? So we kind of got a, a group of us together and we we um, got permission to open up three little Hoboken Little Free Libraries for kids. Nice. Oh, yeah, so awesome. so that was a project I just wouldn't have been able to do. No. I just wouldn't have had the time to. Yeah, yeah, so that's great. Yeah. That's amazing. And your little free libraries were, because were, I, 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 like, uh, I know my daughter was in Girl Scouts. We set up one. Um, oh, you, there's one in yeah. Church Square. Yeah, so that that one is so we yeah. we did the Church Square one, the Columbus Park one, okay. and 221 Jackson. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, That's so we awesome. yeah. and I saw one when I was walking the other day on somebody's brownstone steps. Yes. 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 Yeah. So so there's a ton around town. There's a ton yeah. of them. Um and ours are I call them unique. Ours are 
really just for kids. Mm. Yes. So, so those yes. Are, these are just for kids. But now I think some other people started some other ones that are just for kids as well. Um, mm, and, cool. and there's one on Connors that Connors Elementary School oh, okay. did. So there's a, oh, there's a okay. ton of them around, but we, we take care of the, those three. Oh, yeah. um, that's great. That's and it was so, nice. so amazing. When I came back um, this, this week, we went to go check one. Um, some kids put some books that they wrote in there. Oh, oh yeah. That's so great. It's a, I know. Oh, it's that's a, amazing. It's amazing. So it's just, it's taken on a life of its own. Yeah. Um, that's wonderful. Um, some of some some of my daughter's Girl Scout friends will, you know, clean out the boxes. Yes. So yes. it's it's taken on just, it's just been a cool way um, just to get the community involved. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in the beginning, we were taking care of them so much. Um, but over time, you know, we, we, we made them, you know, by the community, for the community. And as time has gone on, the community takes care of them. That's beautiful. It is really, it's so amazing. And I love the concept. I love the idea. I remember um, my daughter's troop, like they made the box, they painted it. Did they make it now or or if you, or? This was like a few years years ago. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was in front of Big Fun. I don't think it's Oh, I I know which one. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, that was your daughter's Girl Scout troop. But it was, it was great. And I just, I mean, the one here on Willow is close closer to me. So I'll yep. pop pop by there sometimes. I think it's great because you do, you get so many books and you want to donate them. You don't want to just get rid of yep. them if they're in you know, good condition. Um, but I love the fact that you just said that some of the kids wrote books. And I know. You just reminded me, I need to do a cleanup of a, like, look at our bookshelves mm-hmm. and that's a great place for me to bring those <laughs> yes, books. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Children's books, Bonnie. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I know. But I'm sure we have some yeah. still. That's like how, yes, believe yeah. me, I know, like we right. have a lot to purge yeah. at the Murray household. Yeah. yeah, the books I do, I keep around because you never know when you're going to have a child, you know, come to, you know, the house or something like yeah. that. So I do, I, I keep a little, it's very small section of my, of our bookshelves um, with, you know, younger, yeah. young, younger reading. So Leah, um, who inspires you and why? Oh, I know probably every mom says this, but it's true. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> My daughter, she really does. I am just in awe of her. I'm just, um, she just inspires me. She is so self-assured um, that she's always inspiring me to be self-assured. She is um, smart and funny. Um, and she's, you know, it, you know, probably because, you know, it's or, Maybe not because this, but it's it's the two of us. So we take mm-hmm. we take care of each other. I can still um, I'm remembering this one moment that's popping into my head when I can't remember if it was while the pandemic was happening or before the pandemic. I turned my computer on and the whole thing just you know that scary moment of when it just kind of crashes. Come on, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I just started crying. Um, oh. And she was like, "Mommy, don't worry. It's <laughs> it's not the end of the world. We'll figure it." And she she constantly is one that reminds me not not to worry and that things work out and that's, that nothing is the end of the world. Yeah. But she's she's amazing. That's so awesome. That's great. And it's, it's so true. I think it's not what everyone says, but a lot of people will say that they pull inspiration and motivation. Mm-hmm. I think we all, we see a little bit of ourselves and our children. Yep. We see things that we love. We see their individuality yep. that we love as well. Um, and I just think it's, I think it's such a beautiful thing that you have such a special relationship. I mean, even before the pandemic, um, but the fact that like you went through the pandemic together so you could support her too, because it was really difficult for the kids. It was really tough. I remember like 
there were so many moments that it's like, you know, we're all supporting each other. Yeah. <laughs> because oh. it was, it, you know, I, and I, my heart goes out to them. Like, can you imagine having oh. to wear a mask all day, oh. being in plexiglass or like not being able to see your friends, only yeah. seeing your friends yeah. virtually? Like there mm-hmm. were so oh. many things that, you know, and I think like because we're now two years into it and things are starting to open up. I mean, I know we'll never forget, but I think that, you know, it, it really it, was amazing how the children just, just jumped it, right in and, you know? they, and they did it. It's like Resilience. all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden they, they didn't go to school anymore. Yeah. Um, I can remember, and she, and, and she jokes about it now, I can remember the first, like probably the second day of lockdown and we went out for a walk and her, you know, her pants went up against the elevator. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh. and I made her, like, strip down naked and, like, um, t- t- take a shower. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, there could have been corona <laughs> exactly. there. You're like, we have to go home. Yeah. She was like, you know, we'll laugh about that now. She'll yeah. be like, do you remember when you made me strip down naked um, <laughs> and, and um, take a shower because my, my pants went against the elevator? I know. I remember going outside in those first, like, two days hearing about all of this in lockdown. And I practically bubble wrapped myself yes <laughs> going to the grocery store I, I was so afraid yeah. to go. Like, I mean I literally like wrapped my whole head up yeah. in this big giant I think it was even before like <laughs> we had masks or something but we want oh. to see that picture Bonnie <laughs> but, is, but, but doing I don't this, share it yes. with many people but okay. maybe you definitely maybe. Maybe. but this is, it, it helps you remember how far we've come like yes. I, can, I can remember like walking down and being like like you know if, if someone passed us without a mask and I'd yeah. be like, oh my gosh, she's going to get coronavirus, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, now it's, you know, even though we're not there yet, yeah. we are, we're at a much better place than we were two years ago. It feels like totally. light, light yeah. years away. And I think that also too, like in those very early days, like, I mean, you can joke about it, but people were oh. so, 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 I mean, I had a friend and she literally would not bubble wrap herself, but she would wear the gloves. She would take the wipes oh, yeah. oh, to yeah. the grocery store. And then before anything could come into the house, she would oh. wipe everything down yeah. with Lysol wipes. And all the shoes had to come out outside of the apartment. like. I just, I was like, oh my gosh, like uh-huh. it was so okay. stressful. Oh. She would have had so much more fun bubble wrapping herself, Zachary, because she can oh. pop the bubble wrap on the wall. Oh. And it's so much fun. Oh, it is. That is a wonderful. Yeah. No, I pretty, I pretty much spent those first few days taking showers, doing laundry. Yes. Um, that's all we did. <laughs> wow. All right. So, but it, I mean, everybody did what they needed to yeah. do to feel safe. Yeah. And how, however crazy yeah. or not crazy, you know, yeah. You did what you did to keep yourself and your daughter safe. And I think that that's the thing. Like when we were talking about, you know, people posting and things like that, like people joke and everything, but I'm just like, you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. You cannot talk Mm -hmm. about what someone's doing. If you, you don't know, you don't know, you you don't, you don't know. I know that's, and I think people sometimes forget that you don't. Yes. They forget it all the time. Like they forget it all the time. You're not me. You haven't lived my life. Yeah. And so, I mean, I know a lot of people, it's a tough thing to think about those yep. things, but I think it's so wonderful. And I feel like here in this community, there are the majority oh of people. That was my other silver lining yeah. is is the friendships. I mean, so for me, lockdown year, I was home. And then last year, I wasn't going to schools. I did some online work. Yeah. So I was at the park at every single day at three o'clock. And That's so nice. my, you know, I my relationships with people are 
very different than, yeah. they, than, than, than they were two years ago. And so for me, that's a silver lining. The fact that I really got to build relationships with other families in Hoboken in a way I wouldn't have if, if the pandemic hadn't happened. Yeah, that's that's great. I I feel the very same way. Like we built all new relationships, you know, just because we were honestly like neighbors within buildings helping each other out that, you know, I may not have known the neighbor on the eighth floor, but now I do because, you know, they needed my dog to help with the kids, to keep the kids entertained, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So, yeah, it was that's that is truly another silver lining. I agree with you on that. But, um, you know, it was so wonderful talking with you today. And, and I, we left it, like, I, I loved how we kind of ended it on this uplifting. Yes. Yeah. You know, silver lining. Silver yeah. lining. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, we've learned a lot from you today. And, yes. you know, your daughter is amazing. She is. For I sure. agree. Yes, totally. And um, we welcome you to, you know, share your story with others. We're going to share your story, but you know, once we post everything, we'd love for you to share oh, your I, story as well to, out to the world. I will and celebrate thanks, yourself. Yes, thanks so much for having <laughs> me here. Yeah, it's been wonderful interviewing you today, and and we all look forward to even more silver linings. Yes.